I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good afternoon. It is Monday, June 7th, 2021. My name is Dan Broskell here, of course, with Dave Geller for episode 56 of What Do We Know? Dave, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. It's uh, we're, back, we're back in our pseudo-secret location again. That's right. This was the original satellite location. Yes. Going back to early days of COVID 2020, which feels like a long time ago, Dave. Let me tell you something. Yes, please. I feel like the pandemic is waning. Uh, don't jinx it. Knock on something. If well, you're, wait, 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 I'm, I'm going to just jump into the fact. Like We, we, we talk a lot on this podcast about... Um, Stressful things, mm-hmm. uh, angst-ridden things, mm-hmm. bad things. Pretty joyful week last week. Give me some joy. Or I, I would know, say I'm, unusually I'm, joyful. Because right? usually I say, like, on Mondays I'm feeling great, and by Fridays I just feel bludgeoned. Mm-hmm. Um, last Friday we wrapped up the week with high school graduation, which I think, you know, for the community to be outside with um, smiles and handshakes and no masks on a beautiful evening really felt like just a breath of fresh air and uh, super emotional for us, obviously, because of James, but a wonderful night to celebrate, you know, a graduating class that went through a lot of hardship. Lexington, of course, did theirs the next day in Songus in a few shifts. So congratulations to all these kids that finished up. And, so that's, uh, so great James, to have some happy moments. James is your oldest JB. graduate, a lot more stuff ahead of him, but yeah. it was pretty emotional for you, especially as you were on the dais on the stage as the school committee chair, right? And... In Bedford has a tradition that if you work in the school system, you can hand your your child, your young adult, their diploma, yeah. which your wife, Elizabeth, did. So that, it was a little head fake. The vice principal or the scissor principal gave me the diploma. I said, uh-uh, and I beckoned Elizabeth over who was waiting. And then she handed it off and hugged, and I came in for a secondary hug. Yes. And you know, it felt like it lasted a long time. In reality, it was like just like two or three seconds, yeah. but it was awesome. Actually, a lot of kids that you know, Dave, were, were up on stage, and uh, uh, it was just great to really it's great. be joyful with them. And I told them, and I, I walked through the line as they were marching, and I'm like, guys, heads up, we're doing handshakes. And I think all 185 came in for the handshakes. That's like, awesome. Yes. So it was, it was just awesome, and um, a really nice way to end the week and kick off the weekend. So, so any other highlights for your week? End week. Well, you know, we have guests coming on, Dave. I want to share some of the sorts of sort of uh, sports specific highlights for later. But I think um, a lot happened last week. I mean, we can get really serious if you want. Like, oh. b- bye bye to Bibi in Israel. Looks like oh, yeah, Bibi. The, uh, Bibi looks bye-bye. like the po- the opposition coalition is um, united, and, and we're talking about an incredibly diverse array of political parties that would never get t- together in anything, but they're going to get together to to form a coalition and, and oust the prime minister who will then certainly be indicted or I'm sorry, is already indicted, will certainly be convicted, I think, in the tradition of other former prime ministers. Uh, and we will see. Um, but of course, he's not going down quietly. Um, but great political theater over there in Jerusalem. So. I was actually um, last night doing a little Dick Van Dyke research. Oh, yes. Again, he was actually in Bye Bye Birdie. Why were you so, doing Dick Van Dyke research yesterday? I was thinking about something about Dick Van Dyke. I'm not... Oh, because he got he got a um, an award that... Um, 
Oh my goodness, I'm blanking on the award that he and Debbie Allen and Joan Baez, um, nope. Somebody else got. Nope. Oh, and nope. Goth Brooks got the something something, something about music, something something okay. something award. But anyways, I'm embarrassed to say I forget what the award was, but it's a big award, big accolades. But I was like, I want to. I just dug a little deeper into Dick Van Dyke, and he was. What in, did you find? Well, but I forgot he was in Bye Bye Birdie, of course. Um, and so Bye Bye BB. That's what I was. You know who else at. was in Bye Bye Birdie? Um, Not me. Not you, but one of my favorite musicals, um, uh, Lynn. Someone uh, you know. Um, someone I know personally. I mean, you know them. Okay, well, who who was this? Well, I, I know the movie very well, so if, if you never seen it, uh, Benjamin Broskell was in Bye Bye Birdie. Stop at, at Amherst College. Okay, and well, performed actually, at Smith, which is a part of the reason I met my mom. Well, you know? I, there's someone <laughs> that you know who was in Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, your mom. No. John Geller. No. Hannah Geller. Chris Shaw. Chris Shaw was about. That's right. He, he, he was Conrad Birdie, right? Oh, so, my gosh. Still I don't even know what it's about. What's it about? If you could summarize the plot, Dave, for the listeners who might not know it, what is Bye Bye Birdie about? Um, is it a, a period piece? It's a period is piece. It's a musical. It's a musical. Okay. Are there good songs that have lasted the, the, the Awesome of time? songs. It's kind of like an Elvis like character coming to a small town and um, as a big promotional thing. Yeah. And basically. One of the small town women uh, falls in love with him. It's great, and uh, no, it's a, it's a feel good. It's a feel good. It's a feel good story. Yeah, it's so, about like teen, teen rebellion, or it's all like yeah, happy, it, like foot, a, foot loose, but in the fifties. Like, what's the story? It's a little bit of teen rebellion. Just right, a lot of good music, right. and and if uh, this is a great piece, and it's a great musical. And right. I am looking at what Goth Brooks just got as you continue on. No, that's um, great, Dave. I will say so. We, we had a great celebration um, of James in the graduating class. The kid, as you know pocketed a ton of awards and scholarships which is very exciting for us and just seems to get them when he falls out of bed so that's very exciting um and uh and happy anniversary to you and jen geller thank you very much oh my gosh how many years are we celebrating here it was last weekend right yeah it's 1990 if it's six seven. that means it's 25 years seven. It so would... there we go so we're on 24 yeah, years exactly no pressure for next year no, excuse me, 1994. Okay, excuse so me, we're on 27. 27. Okay, going yeah. on 30, yeah, yeah, close no, enough. It was a year, my first year of, of, um, wow. of internship. And you celebrated, I think, up in the North Country, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, we just hung out. It was nice. It was a nice, quiet um, celebration. Up on the yeah. lake. Had a nice, yeah, it was good. Just good. All good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's, a, it's a blur. It's actually funny because our good friend David Landis, who um, <laughs> people are a friend of the podcast, as we know, with it. he one of the infamous stories of him is he one of the videos, some random videos of the, of the reception. This you see this gentleman walking towards. We actually got married in Kennebunkport, Maine. Oh, I know. And he's walking out. Someone's walking out onto the deck, but not realizing that the doors are closed, the glass doors are closed, and you hear this big clunk. And it's David Landis' head bouncing. Smashing into smashing the glass door. The glass, yeah. so Did he, he have more hair back then? <laughs> yeah, a little. He had a little, little more hair? A little more cushion for the, for the head guy. bang. But she sent us a nice little reenactment video wow. uh, over the weekend. And, oh, it was, it was, thank you for remembering. It was a good, it was a good time. No, it's great. So it was a Library of Congress Gershwin Prize. Probably after George Gershwin and Ira Gershwin. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Um, I'm happy for Garth Brooks and for yes. Joan Baez and for Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke, who, you know, he's, in my mind, he's, he's forever... Um, Burt from um, Mary Poppins. Whatever you say. And, and, and they said that he had a really bad Cockney accent. I thought it was pretty was good. That, was, was that his real name? Or is that like his stage name? What? Dick, Dick Van Dyke? Dyke? I, that's a, I it feels not, like probably if you look on your phone, they're probably going to find it. It I, sounds like it's too good to be true. Yeah, I won't go too much on my phone. Hmm. All hmm. right. Move on. Speaking of performers, uh, again, I, I've written some of the stuff for a pod that we did not do last week, but um, the Eurovision Song Contest happened, Dave, I, a few weeks ago. No, I, I actually have that taped. 
You taped the Eurovision. Did not. You did not. It was on unless you have Paramount Plus. Um, only because the because Israel did not win and they won before, but their their Eurovision their, song uh, their song was spectacular by Edin Alene. It's called "Set Me Free," and she's an Ethiopian Israeli hmm. born Jerusalem. A tremendous song, which I think if it, were, if it was released in the United States, it would be like a combination of Dua Lipa and Ashanti. And uh, my my kids love it. I love it. And we were sad that it did not come in seventeenth. I think there's some um, probably political reasons why during the vote they did not get many oh, votes for israel so yeah. which happens but they've also won it four times so it is what it is but great song and uh she will not be winning a, a, a gershwin prize but she's a big deal in israel speaking of celebrations well, speaking of people, BT, bts bts released another single just saying uh well if you're in a k-pop dave you should you mean you should sort of get in on not on that but speaking of people that we know doing great things shout out to northeastern who did make the super regionals for the nca uh, college world series but had a Shortened experience, but friend of the pod, Mike Glavin, who we had on in uh, August or July last year. Great yeah, season, yeah. as you talked about a few weeks ago. Won a bunch of games in a row and then ran into Nebraska and Arkansas in that bracket and did not do too well. Um, but uh, great job to Mike and the team for a great season and to, of course, our friend Carissa. Yeah, who, Good stuff. Who is, yeah, she, she actually was able to go down with, with um, two, if not two, of her three uh, kids. Awesome. And had an amazing time in, in Fayetteville. And uh, so it was awesome and uh, great experience and good for Mike, you know, bringing, bringing a lot of pride to Northeastern. I hope he gets all the accolades and um, praise that he deserves because he's really created an amazing program. He's a great guy. Great guy. Um, and on that note, Richard Wayne Van Dyke. It really so was Richard Wayne. So it's like, like it's a real name. Yeah. These things are almost too good, good to be true. Wow. Um, Dave, did you see what happened in the uh, Celtics Nets game at the Garden last week? Oh, about the um, the uh, about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, it's, it's like a reenactment of what happened, like you know, a couple of years, a few years ago, right? Seltzer from the um, upper deck. God, right. So we talked about the Seltzer from the upper deck, and then Lexington, the water, that was a Lexington young man who, right, who was so behind that. The Lexington man throws water bottle from section three hundred five. Uh, Kyrie, of course, had a water bottle thrown by some jerk, like nothing, nothing appropriate about that. Obviously, yeah. stomped on the Celtics logo throwing out all like the comments about how Boston is racist. I'm like, you know, Kyrie, like people hate you because you're just a selfish jerk, not because your skin is not white. So mm. that's my particular opinion. Hate the Nets, mm. hate the Nets. Mm. But like with the Lakers out, like what are you gonna do? So I'm, I guess I'm rooting for like Phoenix, maybe the Hawks, but I mean, whatever. Not, not really watching basketball, um, watching some women's college World Series softball, which is really cool. And you may have missed Dave that a girl named Montana Thouts on Alabama pitched a perfect game on her birthday at the College World Series, which is pretty cool. So shout out Montana for a wonderful achievement. And uh, what else happened last, Dave? Uh, have you watched Tenet yet? Um, I have not. Do you know what it is? I have no idea. Do you not? Do you, you're familiar with like Memento, Inception, Dark Knight, yes, yes. Interstellar, Chris, Chris um, yes. Nolan. Yes, I'm just going to keep saying so, yes. So Tenet's the new one, which came out during the pandemic. T -E it was the first movie released in theaters, but nobody saw it. Now it's on yep. HBO Max. Yep. So it's great. I've watched it three times, once by myself, once with Elizabeth. Wow. Once with Orn. I would highly recommend you watching Tenet. HBO. HBO Max, which I think you have. No, I've got Disney, Amazon, Prime, Netflix, Hulu. HBO? I don't have HBO. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe get a, a free You're like the month. original gangster. Maybe. I get a free, I'll get a free month. Um, Unbelievable. Um, I'm also watching a really uh, difficult show called Black Space, which is about a school shooting in Israel hmm. and the investigation around it. But it's really good. Is that subtitled? It is subtitled, Dave. Uh, if you right. want to really give yourself a test, though, you can probably turn it off. No, I, I like subtitles because I can watch them in bed next to someone. No one I watch subtitles even in English, don't you? I do that as well. I bet our special guest does too as well. Our special guest has just walked walked oh into our inner gosh. sanctum. Oh my gosh. So I'll let you introduce our special guest because then I have questions for both of you about medicine, but then you're going to 
step aside because there's a lot of soccer to talk about, especially yeah. given what happened last night, which I really am hoping that our special guest will be able to comment well, our on. Our special guest is Dr. Uh, Bronson Terry, mm-hmm. uh, pride of Concord, uh, now living in Acton, uh, who has uh, yeah, worked like work with me there. for a, a, a few years. <laughs> uh, wonderful person first, uh, great uh, yeah. parent and awesome pediatrician, and we are honored that he uh, joins us uh, today in the pod. So welcome, Dr. Terry, into the pod. Thank you. It's great to be here. Very exciting. We met once, I think, at the, at the company party at Red Heat. Yes. Oh, yeah. A while ago with your very impressive wife. That's a very impressive job. I think she was the Old South Church, and now she's moved Old North. As Old North Church, and yeah. now she's back out, I think, by you. Is that correct? Yep. She's back in Acton now. Amazing. What, how is that going from Concord to Acton? Did you feel a little bit like you're betraying your, your homeland? A little, a little bit, but um, <laughs> but we we pretty quickly adapted and and um, awesome. now I'm I'm all all acting all the time. I, and you got some kids? Yeah, three kids. Amazing ages. Ten, thirteen, and sixteen. So we have one who's starting to drive, which is amazing. You know, a little stressful, but amazing. We're good. Permitted driver lessons, road tests, all that good stuff. Yeah, road tests coming up. We've got. I think he's got one more. He's got to do one or two more lessons before he's eligible. So. I mean, my son has finally embraced driving, and we dispatch him on all kinds of errands. It's wonderful. Oh, it sounds good. It, I'm, well, I'm looking forward to it. But Well, I think it's liberating for him and for us to not be tethered to every event in the family calendar, which is nice. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, my son now has, like, an opinion on both of our cars, which, as far as he's concerned, are total pieces of junk. Oh, because he needs one for himself. He there needs a really go. nice one. He's like, why don't you go buy a brand-new Tesla for me? Like, yeah, well, you've got, you've got Talk that, to Uncle Dave Gallery. Like, you've, you've got that nice oh, okay. part of the bonus this year. No, but you've got that nice minivan, all the bumper stickers all over. I'm sure he loves driving that. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, You're a bumper sticker kind of guy? Yeah. Uh, they're more like magnets, actually, Ooh. but soccer magnets, soccer magnets, like uh, like AB Youth Soccer, like Colonial yeah. Soccer. What do we got? Student driver, baby on board, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> all that good stuff. Uh, it's three kids right in the thick of it. I like that. It's very good, and, and I think there's some soccer players in there. Yes, yeah. Right. Both my daughters, the younger two, are soccer players. I had five. Went to five games this weekend. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So we is that just for travel or for a club or for just all um, kinds of stuff? So my older daughter, my 13-year-old, had two travel games sure. uh, Saturday morning, but I could only make it to the first one because yeah. I had to coach my younger daughter there it is. in her travel game there it is. at 11. And then that night, my older one had a, a club game uh, 5 p.m. So she's she is technically an 08. She was born January 08. Yep. She plays with the 07 team because yep. she's pretty competitive. And yep. then... There's an 04 team that only had uh, nine players. Whoa. So they were like, hey, can you come play? So she was out there with the high school What girls. did you feed these children all day? Because yeah. it was kind of hot. Oh, she was really mad at me. So I was supposed to. So we woke up Sunday morning, 7.30 game here in Bedford. Um, so up at 6 on a Sunday, oh, which like is on the not turf, what I the edge? Yeah, yeah, at the edge. Yeah. So, so warm, but it wasn't too bad because it was 7.30 in the morning. Sure. I was supposed to leave at halftime, go to Ferns in Carlisle, get her her, her favorite sandwich, and come back. And I forgot to do it. So halfway, you know, most of the way through the game, I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm in trouble. I got no sandwich. <laughs> I got no sandwich. So then we drove straight to Cohasset, and then we had another That's game. That's not a short drive. No, that was pretty rough. From Bedford to Cohasset on a weekend, hot weekend day? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Bronson always has to make sure he goes by Ferns. That's his That's his. Stop, I don't even know what stop. Ferns is. I, I'm going to feed the fifth. So like, what's Ferns? Ferns in, is this fantastic place in, in Carlisle. Yeah, so if you want to, not a big town, downtown Carlisle, like on the Rotary, the Rotary, exactly. Is it the country shop? That's yeah. Ferns. Yeah, so it used oh, to be called the Superette. Right now it's Ferns Country Store. Oh, Superette, that's a great name. 
know what that that's is. a very new England kind of like oh, anything yeah. with an ed at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. It. That's like a right on the rotary too, right? They should have like a drive, th- drive around, Ferns drive through. through. Well, they had like, some yeah. nice work on that rotary. They put the, put the stones down. They yeah. paved it. Yeah. But you can't buy those cranberries from the bog anymore because yeah. they don't use the bog for cranberries anymore because the town oh. pesticide stuff. Yo, cranberry bog uh, pesticide controversy. Have you been to that bog? You haven't been. To that. You know what I'm talking I, about. I waited. Actually, I actually helped film the commercial for Ocean Spray in that bog. <laughs> as we go deeper into soccer you know beyond we're not have to, we just Brunson, started soccer saying, we, we, I got I just want to mention we have to we have to we have to work around Brunson's soccer schedule for our call schedule so Brunson basically works like every weekend in the winter just so we can have the whole uh, you he's know, a smart man spring and summer he's off he's a soccer. smart man yeah, he's like soccer all soccer, the time and listen I mean as we know because of the pandemic it's been non-stop soccer since last summer which has been amazing that's why yeah. this break in between the European seasons and the, and the tournaments is like what are we going to do Brunson is so involved in soccer sometimes his phone buzzes and it's the guy at the field saying hey Bronson can you turn on the light to the field oh, using in Bronson's like I got this on it on it then, oh, he, then, he, then he plays tricks nice. with him he puts it on and off on and off it's good well AB's got a lot of fields a lot of yeah. fields natural and turf as we know yeah, and I think they're gonna name one after Dr. Terry the Dr. Terry I had a conversation turf. this morning with someone about what do you want named after you but it wasn't you who was I talking to this Dr. morning was it Dr. Terry so the, the Terry Memorial like bench, you know. The memorial. <laughs> you, that was nice. That was nice. What, what are they gonna yeah. name after you? You, Geller? Just, you just met the guy for the second time. What are they, what are they gonna name after Geller? Uh, Let's see. A sandwich at Ferns. I'm not I sure. Maybe maybe it's <laughs> a, 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 a chair at Temple Moon is probably the most likely. Well, yeah. Well, that's maybe maybe not. The Dave Geller uh, honorary road race. Yeah. If you ever start running, again. I don't know what I would what I would have named. That's a tough one to like answer yeah, we'll, we'll, on, we'll, on one we'll, foot, you know. We'll so think about we'll it. I'll, think, I'll, I'll honor you by naming something after you at some point. Um, so, guys, before we talk about soccer, it's hot. It is hot. So, could you please explain hot. to me if you can if what is the difference between sunstroke and heat exhaustion? Uh, and how do you and how do you know and how do you diagnose what has happened? You just say hydrate and cool off, and you'll be fine. He, I'll, I'll let I'll, he's gesturing to me. I'll let him take this one, and I'll, I'll just pass the in. buck. Here we go. I mean, basically, what what we're talking about is inadequate hydration yep. on a really really hot day, yep. and you're not doing enough to cool yourself off. You're just letting your body overheat. Yep. Um, you probably see it a lot. Yeah, I mean, what I what I see the most is is when when kids are just they're not hydrating and they're on the field they're running around uh, younger kids even like they, they're just having fun and they, they don't want to want to stop playing they just want to run around the playground and have a good time um, they never want to stop and go sit in the shade they they don't want to stop and have something to drink because they're playing tag with their friends okay. and then the next thing you know one of them is starting to feel a little lightheaded and you can tell he's slowing down or mm-hmm. he's losing his balance and all that and that's you know you want to get to them before it gets to that point yeah, I think to me like heat exhaustion is like is like a preemptive to sunstroke. Uh, yeah, you just you just like Bronson said you're just overtired, overheated, dehydrated. And sunstroke you can get pretty like significant symptoms, right? You can get like pretty uh, delirious and and you know obtunded. you prefer heat exhaustion to sunstroke. To that's me, that's to me, step one. Me, if you had to choose, if you had to choose one. <laughs> to, me choose. Sem- to me, it's semantics. Yeah. So, um, but it's not the same thing. Isn't isn't sunstroke? Is it more severe? Yeah, like your brain can shut down. Yeah, and, like, organs a lot, are, like, a lot of stuff happen. can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you say sunstroke, I, I I think the medical term we're talking heat stroke, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I think. These are my terms. Yeah, so yeah. Not, uh, okay. It's like my mom used to say, "Don't get tomaine poisoning." I'm like, "What is tomaine poisoning, really?" But sounds great. It's like food poisoning. So yeah, sunstroke, heat stroke. You know, 
similar. How often do you yeah. see uh, heat exhaustion? Does a parent call you and say, my child's like just lethargic? Or does someone walk in and like, wow, your face is bright red and you're slurring your speech? Like, what do you, we, what tool that, do that, you use to evaluate? Pretty, that, that's, again, that's pretty fine. We usually get people in that said, yeah, they, they were kind of, you know, fatigued and yeah. overheated and dehydrated. And I think they have heat exhaustion. Like, I think you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> you're it's, probably you know, right. You're people who are like, usually people who are like, son, like people who are beyond, like you said, like they're slurring their speech. They they either came here and left quickly or they already at the emergency room. Like, if you're at that point, you're getting, you need some IV fluid. And have so, you ever gotten either, David? Have you ever myself? gotten heat exhaustion or sunstroke? Um, uh, last year, when during the August heat wave, when our uh, HVAC was I out for six story. weeks, right? Oh, that was the office. That's I right. think I almost got it then, but I don't think I. I, I thought been, you just turned it off so you could save money. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I tell people. I, I said we don't have any bathrooms in the office. They're all in the hallway, so we don't have to pay, pay water. No, we do have we have bathrooms. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever had heat stroke yourself, Bronson. No, I haven't. No. I think I, I, I think I had it once. I think you have it right now. <laughs> I think I don't. I mean, it, was, I think it, was, it was like I think you do. It was like July fourth when I went for a run, like from from ah. from the pool, like around. I came back and I was like really tired. Then I came back. I'm like I need just light, and I was like sweating and exhausted. And I was like I think I just really overdid it. Really. I one time went. I ran. I ran from Lexington to Arlington, and I was like I feel good. It was a hot day. It's like I'm not quite as hot it's today. The next time over, buddy. Yeah, I know, but it was. But I went to the bike path, and I went like all the way down to like you know. I don't know, past like the uh, Arlington Center or whatever, sure. and, but it's all downhill. And then I turned around and like and had to run back. Right? And I, I literally stopped. Like I, I ran to Starbucks. I ran into Dunkin' Donuts, and I was like drinking out of the faucet in the in the bathroom because I was so dehydrated. <laughs> when, when was this exactly? I don't know, seven eight years ago, no, ten years so ago. Then. And I, I stopped in a town hall in Lexington. I just was, and I, I felt so. It took me, you know, four times longer to get back because I, I, I probably was on the verge of. Heat stroke, sunstroke, whatever you want. Backstroke, backstroke, butterfly, stroke. Yes, it's a butterfly stroke. Yeah, Lexington is at the at the top of that hill in the bike path. It's a slow it incline. It is. It's, it's very, it's very subtle. So either way, you got you, you peak at like mile four, I think, in Lexington Center. Yeah, you got something I peaked. To do. You I peaked. peaked. I peaked. <laughs> Your post peak. Post peak. Um, post peak. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever gotten to that point, but I know Ellie did. Did I ever tell you about our honeymoon? So we didn't do a traditional honeymoon. We whitewater rafted through the Grand Canyon. Uh, seventeen days. We were with a, seventeen uh, days. Whoa. Seventeen days. A long trip. It, wow. It was called the the hikers special. Yeah. And so, you know, we would sometimes Dave, Dave only so spend a few hours on the river and then go hiking. And the amazing thing about the Grand Canyon is every every sort of side canyon is different. Some of them are really lush and green, and they've got a constant water coming down from some spring. Others they they only have water when it floods after it rains and so they're just dry and dry and so there's this one point where we we hiked up one canyon and then hiked across this plateau yeah. and then back down at another side and then in the meantime the guides took the rafts you know yeah, a few the miles portage, downstream. Yeah, yeah. and so that plateau um they caused the it surprise valley and the 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 joke was that the surprise valley is that there is no surprise um and halfway across there's this one big rock and it's the only shade um from one side to the other so we got to the other side where there's this big gorgeous spring coming out of the rock and um ellie just was really having a hard time and as soon as we got there she filled up her water bottle and then just drank the whole thing in one sitting i, I was sort of blown away by uh, you know i've been like come on come on we're, we're almost there come on keep coming and didn't realize how bad it was until we got there so i usually blush at honeymoon stories but not that one what, yeah, you, what, what were you expecting, you? Dave? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Something else. But, but, but my, fir- my first image was um, was the Brady Bunch episode in the Grand Canyon with the uh, hot dogs. Every, and every show of every episode. It was, like, it was in my brain. What are you talking about? Would you, would you do well with rafting, or is that too much movement for you, David? I would. Uh, would you be okay with rafting? 
I could do that. I've done, I've done, you know, pseudo whitewater rafting on not great rapids, which was boring. I've never gone. What do you mean, like a bouncy boat? Like, I would love that? to. I know I would love that. My only worry would be, you know, occasionally someone that flies out of the boat and doesn't get back in, like and, a person. Yeah, and the stories I have stories of that. I uh, got tossed out of a whitewater raft once, but there's some it was bad outcomes. Level, people, people, people that I know of, so I'm uh, not. So I would, I, that would just make me nervous. But I actually would like to do that as long as I knew I wasn't gonna, me or any loved ones or anybody get ejected out of the boat. Sounds like a 30th anniversary trip, 17 day whitewater rafting. You and Jen. Yeah, let's I, go. Yeah, she'd I would love it. Jen, Jen would. She would love it. I don't she'd know, be she's, a gazelle climbing up the cliffs. Maddie would. Yeah, oh, she would love to no, go. This hiking. is just the two of you. This hiking. is romance. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did, did I ever tell you about no? Anyway, <laughs> you did not. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> And just I just want to say that Bron- this is what Bronson does. We'll be in the office. We all sit in the same office together, all the providers, the NPs, the MDs. Which and, I walked in on earlier, by the way. Yeah, you walked in. <laughs> and um, and we'll be talking. All of a sudden, Bronson will be you know, hit back to us in his chair, and uh, he will, will, will have a topic that will you know, pique his interest. And he'll turn around like Captain Kirk on the, on the, on the Enterprise deck and say, have, did I ever tell you the time about? And, then we, <laughs> and we all just stop what we're doing because we're ready for it. I mean, so far these stories are pretty top-notch, Dave. I'm not gonna lie, this is, yeah. the guest is coming in hot. Um, and just rhetorically, are, are you guys hearing about um, your patients getting a vaccine now that they're 12 and older? Is everyone sort of coming in saying, "I got it, I got it, I got it"? Or I think we got a lot of patients getting the vaccine. It's great, a lot. So at the end of the day, so let's say, I mean, how many patients do you have roughly? Uh, about 3,000. So you're gonna have 3,000 kids. You were there when we had zero. I was. I, I started. I represent <laughs> yeah. five of those 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> but I just got a note in my chart that now that James is turning 18, I have less privileges to view. Is I'm like, the wow, patient, you're so yeah, the old. patient portal. You can't access all this so private old. stuff. Yeah. So if you were to guess, I mean, how many of those are between the ages are like are 12 and older? Like a third. Let's say a third. Yeah, we'll say a third. So you, of those two, of those thousand, you think they're all getting the vaccine? 90%, 80%. What do, what do you think? I would say probably 75%. A lot of them are getting it. It's great. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. You want to do it. But you don't, I mean, you don't, you don't have access to that data. So you just hear about it from parents. We, because the school's got the access. No, we have access. So you can cross check the We the could now. State yeah, stuff it, come, it comes you through got now. It, you don't. The state has a system called MIIS. And right. it, it wasn't, it's been better now. Or we will, there's a little lag time, but we'll get vaccine data people from people for the COVID sure. vaccines. Now. And it's do great. you put it like in your checklist now? Have you gotten the vaccine and you should? Or you do, or you leave it alone? We have to do the wellness stuff. If I'm seeing them for a checkup, I'll ask because yeah. you know they're old enough. Yeah, I just ask. I mean, I'm not judging. Just wondering if you got it, and most yeah. most most have gotten it. You know, Townsend did a great job. Lexington Bedford also getting. I think Acton too yeah. in the schools having yeah. clinics, and it's been yeah. really helpful. Julie got her second one this morning. Nice. She uses an excuse to miss the entire day of school. So. Hmm. Or he got his second on Saturday up in Lowell, and he we, listen. We had James and me and my wife all got bludgeoned after that second dose. He's, he was fine with it, which is nice. Yeah, so she's she's so hardcore with soccer. She like refused to join any day of the week except for Monday. She was like, I don't want to mess with any of my games. So she's going Monday. And then the acting actually is closing schools early today because of the heat. So, so I think some folks are doing that. I think we're we're, we're not. And I saw I saw our superintendent this morning. He's like, yeah, we're going to be fine. Um, but it's hot. It is very hot. Speaking of soccer, Bronson. Yes. What a year it was. It's been a very exciting what a year, year. Plus, it was. I mean, so you know, I, mean, I, I define my fandom. And I say it starts with it starts with Liverpool. It includes it includes Dortmund, uh, Italy, like whatever. Includes the Revs, includes some teams in Israel. But like, what are your what, who are you following on a regular basis? So I I like you. I love Liverpool, but I, I can't that. say I'm like I'm not a lifelong Liverpool fan. I'm a total like bandwagon jumper because. But like since their run, like, current 10 years, team, five years, like when do you start? Um, probably the past five years. Okay. I, I just think they are so much fun to watch. Yep. And unfortunately, they've had all those injuries this year. So Virgil van Dyke being out, you know, that really hurt. And then that non-call early on was like, how can you not get the red card? No, he, that was that was a clear red outrageous. card. Outrageous. You broke his freaking <laughs> yeah. knee. 
So I used to be an Everton fan, which is like, what? How'd you make um, that switch? <laughs> well, they had, yeah, but I mean, well, they had Tim Howard. So sure, sure. I just loved watching him. I mean, he, yeah. he's fantastic. He's got a very famous goal, as you know, the, yeah, full, the yeah. full length and the wind bouncer. That was outstanding. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Julia, she's no longer into it, but she was she was really into goalkeeping for a long time. So, sure. So she was doing a lot of that. And then we, um, Neuer, we, we watched a lot of sure. um, Bayern Munich to see him. Yeah, and it's like then, watching uh, the Yankees watching Bayern Munich. I, I know. I, I feel bad about it. And the irony is, like, they've got the 50 plus one rule. So yep. you would think they would have less of a dominant, you know, m- money can't buy you victories, but Bayern's. It buys them every other player in Germany. That's what I it know. buys them. Um, so I got into Liverpool in 2008 because they had a player named Yossi Benayoun, who I remember from living in Israel and played for Maccabi Haifa. And he went, he, I think he's the only player in the history to score a Champions League hat trick, um, a Premier League hat trick, and FA Cup hat trick, which he did. I'm like, way to go, Yossi. And I think he actually just retired after a professional career in like, of like 20 years. Um, so that's great. And, they, and listen, after they tried really hard to not qualify for Champions League, but a dramatic <laughs> third place finish in the end, right? Yes, pulled it out. Um, so that's great. And then, um, but in Spain, are you a Barca guy? Are you a Madrid guy? It doesn't really matter. Uh, so I, I, I am a huge Zinedine Zidane fan. Nice. So I, against my better judgment, that makes me, that's the only reason I would ever re- root for Real Madrid. Like sure. the whole, um, Johan Cruyff. Yep. And he would never consider playing for them because of Franco and their right. their support. Right, and I got right. to respect that. History, right? Yeah, <laughs> so they don't they don't have the greatest history. And then Barcelona. So uh, you know, tying in with the Liverpool thing, um, I have to say my least favorite player in the world um, plays played for Barcelona until he went to Atleti this year. Um, you weren't a Suarez fan. Oh, Your least favorite player in the him. world. I can't. Oh, I mean, he, he's. He's got big teeth. Yeah, so <laughs> he likes to use them. Apparently, the entire continent of Africa is furious with him oh, over for sure. what he did in the World Cup for sure. in 2010. Wow. Uh, so, what was that? Oh, for, for the, uh, the uh, uninitiated the, here. Oh my gosh! Man, I iconic play, iconic yeah. play. Did to he, find him. Did he bite someone? Well, he did, but that it's was after. that was later. Oh, I think I, I, do, I, do, I knew. So I it, this. it, it yeah, was, it was a knockout stage game. Yeah. Wasn't yep, it? knockout stage game against it was your Uruguay against Ghana. Yep, and uh, 88th minute or so, uh, Ghana's about to score. Kicks coming in. Suarez literally sticks out his hand, punches the ball out of goal. So it's an automatic red card, automatic penalty. Fortunately, <laughs> as Ponson knows, penalty is not made. Uh, and Uruguay goes on to win, but it was like a, the most blatantly cheating uh, play you'll, you'll probably ever see, um, and that sort of defined him and his biting and his antics. And uh, he had the last word um, with that ladies' championship this year, but he's universally reviled except for folks that like him. Yeah. But the big news for the summer, we got the uh, the Euros coming up, Bronson. Yes. Which was postponed by a year. Uh, France, everyone's favorite team, I think. Yes. Uh, who who ha- who's your dark horse candidate? Oh, so I've been I've been thinking. I mean, it it would be fantastic to see you know, Portugal finally get their due. That's definitely um, Portugal's good option one B. You know, so not not Germany, probably old, probably not Italy. I always say don't sleep on Belgium, but usually come up a little bit short. And um, I think the one thing I told myself last night, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be North Macedonia, even though they did beat Germany in the, the qualification yeah. stages. So I I I'm personally biased against Italy because of my my affinity for Zidane I still think like that was a dirty move end of his career 
um, to say something nasty about his sister because he's, well, he's know, always had a temper. It, it, it's it's and, soccer. I mean, uh, people say whatever they want to on, the, but that, that the iconic headbutt I think memorialized somewhere in a statue or a t-shirt yeah. somewhere. But uh, you, know, Zizou, you know, Zizou leaving again and 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 Ancelotti yeah. back to Madrid somehow. And yeah, but I mean, good for Atleti for for pulling out of the rabbit hat. They really tried. Um, tried hard to lose the La Liga, but in the end, everyone kind of stumbled along the way and they finished up with it. And um, that's good stuff. Have you seen any headbutts on the field recently? Uh, fifth, fifth grade girls? Yeah. Um, no. They, they've, uh, any no. throwdowns? Any, any, any bites? Scratches? Shoulder bites only. Shoulder bites. Yeah. Shoulder bites. <laughs> Inadvertent shoulder biting. So, so you, your kids play club? My older. Yeah, Julie Cause, does. Because sometimes I, I find that the club coaching antics are worse than the ones in the field sometimes. The club coaches, so I know that your daughter um, played for FC Stars. Yep. Julia hates FC Stars. It just absolutely despises them. She was taken down from behind Oof. Uh, by a coach. two years ago by no by an FC Stars player when she, had, she was on a breakaway. She'd already scored two goals against this team, and I guess the defender decided that two was enough. Um, but it was pretty. It, it was a pretty rough tackle. And then the, the, the referee walked up to this girl and said, how old are you? She says, 10. And... Uh, and, and he says, well, if you were any older, I'd, I'd have to give you a red card for that. And then she, um, and then give put, it anyway. And then she posts yeah, some brass knuckles and punched him in the face. Uh, <laughs> Listen, one thing we talk about in this podcast a lot, Dave, is, is coaching behavior and how outrageous it is from yeah. the U8s on up. I, I, that, I, I, that holds true. People have calmed down this spring, thankfully. But, you know, I'm not coaching this summer. I'm, just, I'm done with So you hear how Bronson just, Bronson just raised his voice when he was talking to us. That's, that's about as, as, as angry as, as, he, as, he, as he ever gets. He's actually one of the calmest people I've ever met. Well, he's certainly a great storyteller. I'm, I'm thrilled he's a Liverpool fan. Um, do you watch MLS too? Or is that, do you feel like it's too amateur for you? It's not too amateur. Yeah. It's just I only have so much time. In to my, watch soccer? Yeah. And so it's, it's got to be like weekend. You know, we, we have our games. Yep. We come back home and maybe there's some Premier League game on at one or three or something like that. And Well, to me, MLS is like every game is more or less the same. And it's sort of worth watching. Like, do I really hate certain MLS teams? No. I'm rooting for Kansas City because they have an Israeli player. I'm rooting for the Revs because they're in first place. And for the Revs, uh, rumors that Adam Buxa is going to Monaco, actually, which would be a huge move for him and a huge move for the MLS to sell him to a, a pretty good league, league uh, side. Um, but, you know, one thing I'm looking at in Ebron, and I'm sure you are too, is, is the, the new releases of the 21-22 soccer kits. Oh, I love that. And, yes. you know, as Dave knows, we're both kind of obsessed with soccer jerseys. And I just feel like they're not getting any better. The Adidas designs now are all like the same stupid three stripes on the shoulder and some like vomitous pattern on the middle. Puma has some nice ones, but the Liverpool last ones, I'm like, what are we doing with the colors that don't make any sense? And like the cuff and the collar. So, oh, you didn't um, like that? I didn't like it. That I much. liked I, the, the, little with the, teal. the swooping thing and the big collar. It in the did back. look like they were wearing the jerseys backwards. At first. Not all right. So I'm, I'm rooting for better jerseys. <laughs> uh, you know, early, my early takes on next year's, you know, Dortmund's, which I usually like, it looks really bad. Um, uh, not Lyon, but um, Marseille has a beautiful Puma jersey, which is sponsored by Uber Eats, which I love just saying Uber Eats, <laughs> League, uh, Uber Eats. And my son sent me a nice picture of, of Venezia. It just promoted their, their kit, which he's like, that would be cool. I'm like, we'll see how it goes. But I'm always on the lookout for uh, new jerseys, nice jerseys. So what is your favorite jersey that you own, Bronson? Or among your favorites? It's a hard, tough question. Or among your favorites? So I think my favorite has to be the, um, unfortunately, this was a very bad World Cup for them. Yeah. The, the 2018 Germany, the, the green jersey. Oh, it was a very nice one. That was nice. And then the, I don't have, have it. Have you seen the black on black Germany one they have for this for the Euros? I have not seen it I yet. I like no. the black on black. Uh, I'll have to get one of those. Have I, you know, I, I've given Dave for the past couple of years a, um, a jersey. A hard time. You know, <laughs> a hard for time. sure, for sure. Um, so um, there's this... This um, small outfit run out of Boston by this um, young guy. 
called Away Days. Yeah. And they they have what's called a mystery kit. Oh. And so you can you can get a mystery kit and you don't know what you're going to get. Gonna be. And so what, like a grab like a secret bag. What you, what have you gotten? So I I have gotten several things. I um, I got a mystery kit for my son and he got Juventus. So I'm like, well that's uh, good. yeah. I mean he loves it, but uh, still. Which one though? Um, it was the the home. So like the, the the big with the Jeep. The, 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 the yes, Jeep. he loves that too. Okay, He's like, oh sure. Jeep, cool. Um, <laughs> and then Dave got his Real Madrid with the uh, Emirates. Was it the white one or the one with the weird pattern? The white. One. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as I, Dave I, knows, I've been trying to like get I on board. With, it. I've been trying to get on board with Emirates sponsored jersey because of the UAE Israel peace reconciliation. Mm. But like, those clubs are like, mm. it's Arsenal, it's AC Milan, it's Madrid. I really can't go all the way with them. So PSG. I mean, eh, the problem PSG. is, I'm sort of, uh, I, I find myself obligated to root against most of the. Sure. If the, if, if a team sure, is sponsored big, big by, clubs, by exactly. oil. Yeah, well, famously, so PSG well. lost the, uh, the Emirates sponsorship because the Qataris and the Emiratis don't get along. So now they have this hotel chain. But I mean, I, I mean, it's it's like I like PSG. I, I get people don't like them. Where where will Mbappe go? Is a great question. Do you have any thoughts? I don't. You I think don't. he might stay? I, you think he might go to Madrid? I think, I think he'll probably stay. I mean, I think he's. Uh, how could he not? He's in. He's in. The, he's in Paris, I mean, right? He's in Paris. He's in one of the best teams in all of Europe. Yeah, but they're sloppy. And, but they're really sloppy. PSG. They're not really winners, unfortunately. And they blew the league untitled pretty dramatically. Yeah, but it's still just PSG. My, just my th- it's still PSG. He's going to make a couple hundred million euros a year, which is probably okay. Him and Neymar together. And what about Holland? Do you think he's staying put? Do you think he's going to Man City? What do you think? I think he's going somewhere. Think he's going I, somewhere? I don't think he's going to stay put, which is too bad. Sell high. I, I, yeah, oh I gosh. think they're going to get a lot of money for him. Yeah. I think Man City's probably best position to get him. Brutal. But, um, which is too bad. Brutal. I really like him. I really like watching him. He's, he's huge. So he is a Nordic monster. Yes. Like he's not a small 5'8", 165. He's probably like 6'2". Yeah, like one ninety Viking. Viking with flowing hair, kind of like Dave Geller. Yeah, yeah. Thor. He is a hundred percent Thor, and God bless him. You know, he Did started you... off at, at Molde, where the famous Norwegian club, also where uh, where the U.S. keeper that made that incredible save last night started off before he went to Belgium. But you know, th- those two, you know, Ronaldo and Messi, will not give up their uh, their throne, you know, easily. But those those two young players sort of define the next generation of European soccer. So players. two questions for for Bronson, just so you can do bullet, bullet answers. Um, Super League and oh, Super League and Maradona. Oh, <laughs> Super League so, that was the Super League. I I was I was actually really depressed the first couple of days when it sounded like that was going to actually thirty six hours. That was all it that was it was. Awful. And then like it, it was all of a sudden it was gone. It was dead. It was it was like such a turnaround. But it yeah, gave us one just... thing that we'll remember forever, Dave. And maybe this will mean something to you, Ronson. I'm sure only one coach in the history of the Super League was ever fired. It was Mourinho. Because he was oh. fired in the interim, but when it was announced uh, and when he left, yeah. and who deserved it is that guy. <laughs> a spectacular failure. He's special, though. He is super special, especially special especially uh, leaving. Time has left him behind. Good luck in Roma. And um, you want to know about Maradona? Yeah. Second question. Yeah. God bless. Uh, I mean, I've got I've got really mixed feelings about Maradona. Yeah. Um, you know, you grow up, and you you know about the the hand of God, and you're like, oh, he's sure. a cheater, yep. and all that. Um, but I, I listened to this this podcast. Podcasts are, are good things, and um, they did a whole <laughs> episode. A, that might be the title Maradona. of this podcast. Podcasts are good things. <laughs> Better not, because you're on. <laughs> and so it was uh, the, the two guys who do the podcast. One's an American. One's one's um, from England, and yeah. they're teammates in Richmond, Virginia. But um, hmm. talking about it, and uh, they we watched the whole game yep. um, together. Yep. And it turns out, you know, this hasn't gotten replays, and I wasn't old enough to really remember this. But um, all game long. 
in the in the England Argentina game, he was getting elbowed in the face sure. and knocked down and just beaten up. Yep. And so you can sort of understand why he would decide to just punch the ball and take matters into his own yeah. hands. Yeah. 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 So um, I think you know, in the later years, he wasn't. He's he, a flaw. He, All our heroes are are, are flawed, flawed, right? Uh-huh, Including yeah. Maradona. But he was. I mean, in his, he had a hard time out there. I mean, he was. He was. Tar- he was, had a target on his back. Yeah. And he wasn't the top biggest guy. Listen, and people, he got sort of beat up. But I mean, it's he funny, was amazing. Well, we watched the last dance. Like some yep. some people didn't really, or kids didn't really know how good Michael Jordan was. Yeah. Plenty of folks don't realize how good Maradona was because yeah. it was a long time ago. But yep. he was you know playing in Italy and and just running circles around people. So yeah, he was he imperfect. Yes, was he great? Absolutely. Um, certainly one of the best players ever. And last question for you, Bronson: What's your favorite soccer movie or soccer related movie? Not that many it's to choose from, right? Well, Everyone says victory. Eh, you know, I know, fine. yeah. I, mean, I watched it with my kids recently. Right, Bennett like Beckham, solid, you know. And... Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Let me get back to you on that one. All Let right, sounds good. One. But are you are you a Bennett like Beckham fan? Great movie. Yes, I mean great, having two great. girls that, who that's play what, that's what I was thinking of Beckham. Yeah. Oh my gosh, spectacular! We we actually went to the David Beckham first year in the U.S. when he came to Gillette and didn't oh, play. Right, right, right. When the place was Los full. Like, where are you? Everyone bought their Beckham jerseys. Like, actually, what are we thinking? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, That's my friend. Be game? Uh, <laughs> yeah, is she it, have be you here? seen the uh, documentary on? Um, is, it, is it Netflix? The um, uh, this is football. Oh, they have a, every year they do a club, right? It's not, no, this that's something else. Oh, that's something, that's something else. else. Um, this is a series of of episodes that are. Oh yes, no, I did see that. Yes, they they go to Africa and they watch the people watching the Liverpool yeah, Liverpool games. fans yep. in yep. Africa and yep. uh, Rwanda. Yep. Um, and then they did that great one with. Um, Oliver Kahn yep. talking about yep. chance. Awesome. And that was fantastic. I love that. I mean, we, Dave, as you know, we could talk about soccer all day. I just love soccer. But, but we're getting in the middle of a work day for all three of us. So this is just a taste of the bronze. Great. One of our best guests ever. I'm not going to lie. Great storyteller. Yep. Coming in hot. Yep. Very little prompting. Hot. And it is hot today. So um, we'll cut it here for today. Bronson, thank you so much for coming by. We'll talk more later. Good luck with the heat this week, gentlemen. I hope we do this again with uh, Dr. BT. And we'll check and in on the summer tournaments. We got the Euros. We got the we got the, the Uber Eats. The Gold Cup. We got the Women's Olympics. And we got the Copa Sudamerica. So lots to talk about even before we get going with Champions League next year. So early, early take, Champions League champion next year. Who do you got? Champions League next Champions, year. I, I tell you, it's not, not going to be Man City, so feel free to pick someone else. No, no. I mean, I would love to see if, if they can stay healthy. I think Liverpool is just such a strong team. But yeah. I I think I would, if I had to put my money on somewhere, I would stick with Bayern. Stick with Bayern? I, I, I stick think Bayern or the field will take Bayern? They're, they're just, they're so good. They're going to get better next they're year. They're so good, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Muller has aged a day since 2014. He's not. He, he, he's and not going anywhere, right? So it, they, all they do is score goals. And um, they got Lewandowski. Yeah, exactly. But listen, I'm a Dortmund fan. I'm always rooting the underdog, and they snuck in, so you never know. If Holland sticks around, I'll take Holland and Reyna, and if Sancho moves, who knows? But uh, this is the good stuff. Always more soccer to talk about, and that's why this sport's so exciting. So, guys, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you back here for episode 57, and uh, lots more good news to come, I think. This is a very happy podcast, which is a nice change of pace. So get vaccinated, stay cool, drink lots of fluids, and we'll see you next time. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaras from Lex Media and Lexington, Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time.